everybody, Angela Bowen here, the host of Looking Back on My Wonder Years, a Wonder Years podcast. Well, today, it's been quite a while since the last time I did an Elvin and the Chipmunks episode, and I just thought, you know, with school back in session, I'm going to do one of the weirdest, and I don't think this would ever fly today. <laughs> it's called Romancing Miss Stone. It's a play on that movie with Michael Douglas, Douglas Romancing the Stone. In this episode, Alvin develops a crush, a crush on his teacher, Miss Stone. When Alvin believes Dave is trying to take her, Alvin attempts to get Dave out of the picture. His plan fails, and he dreams of a date with her. But after he asks, she turns him down. Of course she does. Challenging Dave to a duel. Oh, my goodness. And I don't want to go any farther because this is the ElvinFandom.com wiki, which basically tells you the entire episode. So, And I don't want to spoil it for you, and I don't want to spoil it for myself because... It's been a very long time since I've seen this episode. I think I might have gotten that I had bought this two-disc Elvin in the Chipmunks, the Elvin edition on eBay. Well, a very long time ago, probably in the mid-aughts, I'd gotten the DVD from, I think, the library. And I remember just Jeremy and I just rolling our eyes at how, like, this, oh my gosh, this feels... Similar to Mary, Mary Kay Letourneau and Billy, only without the sex and the babies. So, without further ado, let's jump right into this episode. Is this like a, a cold open? Because normally with these episodes, the intro is playing. But Alvin comes in at the crack ass of dawn. Like, wake up everybody, it's time for school! It's like, seriously... Elvin, we're the ones that had to pull your ass out of bed in the morning. Because we got Theodore and Simon just sleeping away. It probably is like 5 a.m. And Elvin wants to get to school. Like, dude, you don't need us. If you want to go to school early, go for it. But let us sleep for another couple hours. At a time when they don't have backpacks, apparently. They just have, like, the Pinocchio leather strap with books. It's like a leather belt strap with books hooked inside of it. I'm just like, how did anyone get anywhere with those things? Even watching the Wonder Years show, and seeing these kids carrying stacks of like books and binders, I'm like, you know what might help? A book bag, a backpack. You know, that way you don't gotta like, instead of like messing up your shoulders, you'll just, uh, you know, ruin your arms, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Holy Jesus, really, Alvin? Because he's putting the glasses on Simon. Like, come on, Simon, get your butt out of your bed. Simon even points at the alarm. It's 5 a.m. It's 5 a.m. This is what time? What's he probably say? School doesn't start for at least another four hours? Okay, so school starts at like 8 a.m. I'm like, you guys could get at least another couple hours of sleep. But it's like, you wake me up in the morning, uh, there's no way I'm falling back asleep. If they get to the school, there it's not like it's going to be open. The doors are going to be locked. The lights are going to be, unless you probably got the janitors there finishing up getting the you know, floor waxed, getting the chairs all set up and everything. You think they want some kids crawling around at 5 a.m. while they're trying to work and get shit done? I don't think so. 
I mean, if I were a janitor of a school, I surely would not want kids there any sooner than they technically have to be. And I'm sure the teachers would appreciate that, too. Apparently it's daylight out, so <laughs> what time do they get out the door? 5.30? Sun rises early. Where Where do they live? California, I'm guessing, right? It's got to be California, probably. I don't know about any any palm trees or anything. Even, I mean, you don't even see Dave. So Dave's not like, Dave's probably sleeping. He's like, I don't got to get up. I don't have an appointment till noon, so I am sleeping until 10 a.m. Don't wake me up. Thomas, Ed Thomas Edison Elementary School. So I'm guessing they must be like in third or fourth grade. They gotta be like eight to ten years old. Also, in this classroom, we see Brittany and Jeanette and Eleanor. Poor, oh my gosh, Theodore and Simon look like they're just exhausted. And Alvin is washing the blackboard. Oh, he's, he's wiping down the blackboard with erasers, with two erasers, guys. He's double-handing it. Wow, how old is this woman? Because she looks young. She looks like 20 years old, straight out of school, straight out of teacher's college. Because she comes in, she's got like four books under her arm. He's like, oh, here, Miss Stone, you can take a seat as he pulls the chair out for her. He's got a giant apple the size of his head to give her. <laughs> Elvin is just, he is really laying it on thick here. This giant apple is like, oh, something to remember me by. I'm like, why would I need to remember you? Like, why would I ever forget you, Elvin? You're always in my face constantly. Cleaning the blackboard, giving me apples, pulling my chair out for me. It's exhausting. And even Theodore's like, good grief. Is Alvin really doing that horrible in math? I mean, is that why he's sucking up so much? There is... I don't even understand why they had to draw a human student. Because, you know, there are humans mixed... Human students mixed with the chipmunks. But there is a student there whose face you cannot see because it's buried, his head or her head is buried in their folded arms on their desk. You literally, it's like they threw an extra person and did not put a face on that person. It's like they put a wig on a mannequin and put it right there in the seat. Simon's no dummy, because he's like, you know, Theodore, I think that this, whatever's going on with Elvin, it runs a lot deeper than, uh, bad grades. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anybody who's anybody could see that Elvin certainly has a crush on this teacher. I mean, she's tall, she's blonde, she's slim, she's got a rocking body, apparently. <laughs> Good golly. And Miss, so I'm guessing she's not married. Because I'm sure if she were wearing a wedding ring, 
that would probably deter Elvin just a little bit. Honestly, is the thing. I mean, yeah, I had a crush on a couple teachers. One specifically when I was probably just a smidge older than Elvin was. Yeah. Not like I gave him an apple or anything like, oh, here's something to remember me. No, I wasn't doing that. Oh, it's true. Because he's outside with Simon and Theodore and saying, oh, it's true. I found the girl, I mean, woman of my dreams. Dude, she's like 20 and you're nine years old. It ain't happening. You're not going to get married. You're not going to take her out on a date. This isn't blank check. 11-year-old Preston is taking a 22-year-old bank teller who's a secret, spoiler alert, FBI agent, out on a date because he has a million dollars. This is not that scenario. Oh my, he is, he is, Elvin needs help. He's saying how me and Miss Stone are launching into a beautiful relationship. Or And Simon says to Theodore, I imagine this is news to her. She has no idea. Like, this kid is obsessing over you, and it's very frightening. She'd be like, can you get this kid out of my class, transfer him to another classroom, another teacher, or I'm going to go to another school because I don't want to lose my job <laughs> because this kid's got a weird obsession with me. It's true. I found the girl, uh, a woman of my dreams. No more immature schoolgirls for me. Miss Stone and I are launching into a beautiful relationship. I imagine it's news to her. Elvin's even saying no more immature schoolgirls for me. I'm all about this woman. Like, dude, what? <laughs> what do you? Oh my! This is. You know what? Let's just get in. And I was like, hey, you, Simon, and Theodore, like, you guys get out of here. Okay, you go home. I'll meet you later. Um, because of course, Miss Stone is walking out of school. So he's probably, you know, like, oh, let me walk you to your car and open your door for you and make sure you get in okay. Take those heavy books you're carrying under your arm and help walk you to your car. I want to make sure you, you know, get there safely. Like, my car's parked, like, right there. <laughs> I'm fine, thank you. Oh, he is a crafty one. He, oh, uh, this is, it, it just, it really does kind of remind me of Kevin Arnold from The Wonder Years and Miss White, who he had a crush on. Because Alvin purposely lets the air out of his front tire of his bike, oh, so she can give him a ride home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, I see ya. I see you, Kevin. I mean, Alvin. <laughs> how far away do you live from the school? He's like, oh my gosh, my tire. However will I get home from, from school? She's like, oh, Alvin, what's up? Are you okay? What's going on? You got a flat tire? You need me to take you home? She, uh, she automatically goes, oh, I can give you a ride. No hesitation. No, he doesn't even, you know, he doesn't even have to ask. Like, hey, can you, like, maybe give me a lift? She's like, oh, I can give you a ride. It's no big deal. Like, I don't live far from you because she knows where he lives. <laughs> no, she doesn't. I <laughs> The fact that he's like, oh, no, I mean, I don't want to put you out. And you probably have to get home in, like, 
go get ready for your to feed your cat or something. I don't want your cat to miss dinner on account of having to take me home. Oh my gosh, why did you use the P word? She's like, it would be my pleasure. Her eyes are really creepy. Oh god. <laughs> I mean, it happens tight. It's literally right at waist level. Because you see, like, from her waist down, his head is literally waist level down from her. And I'm like, wow. And she's like, it would be my pleasure. And he says, oh, it would. Like, praying hands. <laughs> Aside from Dave, because his car looks like a heaping piece of shit that <laughs> never runs half the time, she is got she and Miss Miller. They got the pink Cadillac deal going on. It's like they they saw like what Elvis, you know, was didn't he give that he gave his mom a pink Cadillac, right, or something? Anyway, and she's got enough room in her back seat to fit Elvin's bike. Oh my gosh. You know, it almost looks like the headlights of her car look like eyes. Because you see, like, the uh, the metal part surrounding the headlight looks like eyelids. <laughs> okay, so she, she dropped him off, right? Got out of the car. He's opening her door saying, oh, hey, since we are here, do you want to come in? I can offer to you, like, a drink or something. And she's really like, I, I thought you just needed a ride. I mean, I, I got to get home. I got to feed my cat. Remember? She's like, no, nah, I'm good, but thank you. Oh, let me help you with your bike. And he's like, oh, I got this. Don't worry. Dude, your head is about as tall as the side of the car. He is not getting that bike out of there. He is just, he's just not. That car has got some major big white walls. I don't know anything about tires. All I know is those white walls are like the, aren't they the ones from like the 50s, 60s, whatever? Like those giant white wall tires. Dave to the rescue. He's like, oh, here we go. I got this. Move out of the way, scrot. <laughs> he pushes over. Oh, I got this, Elvin. Don't worry. And, of course, Miss Stone sees this. And she's like, oh, that guy's got some muscle. He's got some back muscle. You can see it through that sweater vest. But then again, I mean, Dave has always been upper muscular, his body. And I'm just like, Wow. It's just like, well, sometimes it looks like he is, and sometimes it looks like he's scrawny as hell. I think it's just how he's being drawn, I guess. Like, oh, you know what? Today I'm going to make Dave pencil thin in the chest area. <laughs> yeah. I think, doesn't, Dave's got brown eyes, right? I think. He doesn't have blue. Okay, her hair is definitely 80s. Okay, Dave's hair, eyes actually, they look, they do look kind of blackish brown. Not that that's a thing. What is going on with Dave's face? He's got this, I don't know, like, dude, were you smoking something before you came out or what? Because he's got the, uh, he's falling for it too. 
She's got the those Seville men under her thumb, under her spell. She's a witch. <laughs> so let's embarrass the heck out of Elvin. Yeah, and the way that Dave, I'm going to play this because the way that Dave says it, it's like his head is literally in the clouds. Like, Elvin, your toys are all over the living room. Why don't you go pick them up? Like, just listen to his voice. Here we go. Alvin, your uh, uh, toys are all over the living room again. She calls him Davey. Yeah, he invites her to a movie. He is immediately starstruck, lovestruck. <laughs> He's like Bambi when he gets Twitter paid and when he looks at Feline and then she like kisses him on the face and he just does this. <sighs> and then just his head is like in the clouds and. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, my toys. Those must be Theodore's. Like, Elvin, get your ass in there and take care of it. So when Elvin's like, oh, I'll be just a second, and then he hears her say yes to a movie. And he's like, yeah, I'll pick you up later. She's like, all right, cool. So now we're in town, and Elvin and Simon and Theodore, I guess, are helping Elvin. He's like, I gotta get her back. He's Stole my woman from me. Like, is she your woman? Simon's trying to talk some sense into Elvin's head. Like, dude, you need to get off Cloud Nine because she was never yours to begin with. Because Elvin's all like, Dave stole her from me. It's like, dude, she's not a possession. She's a human. Oh my gosh, now he's flat out blackmailing Simon. Like, oh really, Simon? Hmm, I wonder who ruined Dave's shirts with this science experiment. Oh, an automatic iron invention. Simon, see, he's good at inventing. The only issue is half the shit he makes ends up ruining stuff. So it's like you're you're making things that cause more problems than necessary. So, yeah, he's pretty much got Simon under a barrel here. It's like... Alright, what do you want us to do? He doesn't have to coerce Theodore. Because apparently he doesn't have any... Elvin has no dirt on Theodore whatsoever. Because Theodore is just the good one who never does anything wrong. At least that we know of. <laughs> They're going to go to Vogue Theater and see Escape from Beverly Hills, which is a sci-fi thriller. Ooh. He refers to Dave as a two-timing Casanova. Oh, yeah. Back when movie theaters, I guess at some point were... Because I'm used to movie theaters where you go up. It's, a, it's an auditorium where you go up steps. So you can be eye level with it. Because everyone... This is just flat, regular, on-the-floor seating that you're looking up. Like, to the point where you're going to get a crick in your neck. How? What? Decade is the, this has got to be 80s, right? This man has got, like, Prince Adam, like, the Beast after he transforms in, back into Prince Adam. He's got that kind of hair, only it's kind of a reddish color. 
like a reddish brown color. And a, this guy's wearing a leisure suit. Everyone is <laughs> so many different types of people. Everyone looks like mannequins be in these seats because nobody is moving. Even Dave and whatever Miss Stone's first name is are just sitting there. What, no ushers are coming in and say, hey, you don't have tickets. Why are you here? You need to leave. Because Elvin's underneath Dave's seat tying his shoes together. So Simon and Theodore have containers of popcorn that they dump on Dave's head. He's like, hey, who did that? And of course, since Elvin tied his shoes together, he falls forward and lands on someone coming down the aisle with... Oh, yeah, this guy's coming down the aisle. He's got a tray that looks like it probably could be hamburgers, a drink, three small popcorns. Either it's for himself or it's for, like, a family. And Dave just plows right into him because his shoes are tied together. Practically launches him to... Okay, um, the, the man and woman on screen are sucking face like no tomorrow. And the guy looks a lot like Dave. Same dark hair, same blue shirt, and the woman looks just like Miss Stone with the blonde hair, and their faces are, like, taken off the screen. What kind of popcorn is Is that the butter from the popcorn? Because that tray goes flying into the screen, and it just hits the screen with a splat, and it's just like, that must be the butter, because I don't know any popcorn that's liquidy unless you're putting butter on it. Oh, this guy's usher's got a stick up his ass. He's like grabbing Dave under the arms, like, okay, bud, take it outside. This is a clean theater. And you got Miss Stone just like, what the hell is going on here? I came to watch a movie. So, of course, Simon is irritated, pissed off at, like, Elvin, why didn't you tell us this was going to happen? Why do you coerce us into doing this? Ruined his date. Didn't get any popcorn or anything on Miss Stone's outfit. But, I mean, she barely reacted when that popcorn was dumped on. Both those popcorns were dumped on Dave's head. And Elvin's got such a smug smile. He's like, oh, but would you help me otherwise? And they both look at him like, no, we wouldn't have. I'm like, dude, do you not just realize that you not only wrecked Dave's date, but also Miss Stone's as well? He doesn't give a shit. He's all concerned, like, oh, he's after my woman. And poor Dave's trying to explain, like, sir, you don't understand. How is he able to <laughs> get those, uh, his shoelaces untied? Oh, he didn't because this guy still got Dave under the armpits, practically carrying his ass out. And you see Miss Stone, like, ten feet away, walking, like, I don't know this man. I'm just going to the bathroom. Okay, so on screen, the guy whose hair was black like Dave's on the movie screen is now brown. I'm just like, did he turn into somebody else? Dave, Alvin, you are so dumb. That, oh, that should take Dave out of the equation. What? Because he got popcorn dumped on him and he got kicked out of a theater because he tripped over his own feet, shoelaces, which you tied together, Alvin, and fell on somebody in the aisle who was carrying popcorn which landed on the screen yeah how did they not get kicked out you can't tell me that they have money to buy tickets oh come on why is he wearing a hugh hefner robe and he's eating cereal that says zap or zop on it 
that is the you would expect Theodore. I mean, with the appetite that Theodore has, to be eating a bowl at large, but he's not. Elvin's not the only one whistling, because Dave is also in a robe, and he is whistling too. And Elvin expects Dave to be miserable, say, "Oh, Dave, how was your evening?" And Dave is just like, "The best." Yeah, he had sex. They fucked. We know they did clearly. Like, oh yeah, well, Dave, Elvin's like, well, what do you mean, what are you talking about? I thought it was, he can't say that he was there. Dave's like, well, I mean, it got off to a rocky start, but I mean, believe me, later on, we totally hit it off. We totally, yeah. Like, I don't want to go into the details, but uh, yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> Her first name is Linda, gotcha. He's like, oh my gosh, Linda, you're on a first name basis? Yeah, you know that Simon and Theodore are going to cave 100%. Like, we're sorry, Dave. We didn't mean to mess things up. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Alvin made us do it. He blackmailed me. I have always loved Simon and Theodore and Alvin, especially Theodore's, because I, I love the color teal, kind of bluish green. I love their pajamas. I would wear those footy pajamas. I had a pair of footy pajamas when I was a kid. They were red, of course. They're, Simon and Theodore are literally groveling at Dave's ankles, just hanging on his ankles. Like, will you ever forgive us? He's like, what for? And Elvin, arms crossed, just eyes narrowing at both of them. Dave and Linda had a wonderful time last night. They had a great time. <clears throat> and both Simon and Theodore look up at Dave like, what, you did? He said, of course, we're going to go out tomorrow night. It's going to be great. So Simon and Theodore are like, oh my gosh, you are? Really? They want a mom so bad. They want a mom so bad. I wish I could find the episode. I don't know what it's called. I'll have to look it up. It's the episode where <laughs> their mother arrives and takes them back to the forest and Elvin is not buying it one bit. Like, why did you abandon us? Why did you just leave us? I want to see what... I had to find that, that episode somewhere. Okay, Elvin, you need to seriously drop this. He's like, it's time to show Miss Stone who the best man is. What well, ain't you, pint size? Alright, looks like we're going back to school. Elvin's still very much infatuated with her. How... Okay, seriously, how old... Because these kids looks like a mixture of elementary, like, third graders mixed with, like, seventh graders or even close to high school. Like, this one girl looks like she's at least 15 or 13. Same with this boy, like, two seats behind Elvin. It's like, they look so old. She's talking about square roots in math and, like, what? If there's another one that looks like he's like high school age. Grave. So apparently at 9.30, he's going to ask Miss Stone on a date. Isn't she teaching a class? What? He is obsessed with her. What is so bad about just hanging around girls your own age? He's like, I'm going to ask her out on a date that she will never forget. <laughs> oh yeah, the song, uh... What's it called? Sharp-dressed man, I think? Because in it, we see Elvin checking out his reflection. He's wearing 
a white suit jacket, matching pants, and a tan sweater vest with a tie and shirt underneath. He takes off his classic, what we all know, red cap, and puts on a white fedora with a red band wrapped around it. He's going to Studio 55, and he's driving a hot red car with Miss Stone in the car with him. She's wearing a very low-cut top, at least from the back, and she's wearing a, f a fake fur. Hopefully, hopefully it's fake. Studio 55 is supposed to be, like, similar to Studio 54. It looks like it from the inside. Oh, my goodness. We got... <laughs> oh, my gosh! That guy! That's dancing with that girl whose hair is like, looks like a, a how, <laughs> these people are all dressed differently from like different decades and centuries. <laughs> One guy's wearing a three-piece suit that looks like something somebody wore on the Titanic. Someone is wearing something clearly from the 70s, but the guy wearing the 70s leisure suit and the open shirt, collared shirt underneath. Looks like, although he's got reddish brown hair, it's short. And he looks like Claudius with the same, like, Widow's Peak point hair. And it's just like, oh my gosh, these people. But this girl, she's got like a, it's like a surfer's wave hair. Like, sticking up. Like, her hair is short and it's all, like, moosed up to, uh, her bangs are, like, up top, moosed up to... A literal point on the top of her head. <laughs> we got Simon and Theodore dressed like ZZ Top. Of course, because I believe this is their song. And these girls all turn their heads turn in Elvin's direction as he comes in with Miss Stone. And one girl is like literally jumping on the guy that's next, dancing next to her, just wanting to get. And Elvin. I'm like, dang, girl, he is like a kid. You need to chill out. Okay, so now they're <laughs> on some lake or river in a boat together. And it's just a little, it's it's unsettling is what it is. Because now she's wearing like a different outfit and her hair is different. She's wearing a red off one shoulder dress. And he is like cuddled up to her. And it's just the... What's powering this boat? <laughs> They're not using the oars to row it. They don't have a uh, engine or whatever you want to call that thing <laughs> that sits on the back of a boat. I don't know. An engine? <laughs> and then he pulls out a diamond ring that is like a foot long and it's just ugh. In this fantasy you do not see her kiss his face at all which is probably just as well because she's an adult she's like nuzzling the side of his face like he's a stuffed animal he's been fantasizing this whole time that uh, miss stone is trying to get his attention like, what 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 uh, what what even is this x plus x plus x plus x there's like four x's equals 16 so 4, 8, 12, 16, I'm, and then 16 divided by x equals x, x2 equals 16, x equals, uh, I'm so happy I didn't have to do this stuff in school, I would have went nuts. The square root of 16, isn't that, uh, 4? 
two? I don't know. I'm going to go with four. Kids can't get out of there fast enough because that door is hanging wide open. Like, boom! Hey, I was right. It was four. Sweet. <laughs> All right, let's see him crash and burn when he asks her out on a date. This is going to be crazy cringeworthy, I'm, I bet. Miss Stone? Yes, Alvin? I know this is last minute, but how about going out with me tonight? Gross. Oh, I'm very flattered, Alvin. But I'm afraid you're a little young for me. Uh, but I'm gonna be nine next week. I'm no, sorry, Alvin. Even if you had been nine, she wouldn't have wanted you anyway. So, yeah, he's fuming now. He's like, hey, let's go out on a, on a date. And she's like, oh, what? No, I can't. You're, you're too young. I'm sorry. You just can't. I thought she was going to say, I would, but I'm already going out with your father. <laughs> no. She, he's like, I'm going to be nine. It, it doesn't matter if you're nine or 16. You are too young. That is gross. It's illegal. It's immoral. It's a hundred thousand things wrong with that. He's like, oh, too young? As he's he's filming in, on the ride home from school. He's like, that was just an excuse. Saying I'm too young because she just wants to be with Dave. I'm like, she's cutting her ass so she doesn't wind up in prison. Because this is all kinds of wrong. And as you could take out of context. And like, she came on to me. Or some weird. It's, it's, it's I ugh. And this is the 80s here, this episode. He's quite a, like, you are too young. This is not happening. I mean, look at, look at Veda Sultanfuss from My Girl and Mr. Bixler. She was 11. He was, like, 24 or 26. Who knows? But it's just, like, I'm not going to marry you. I'm not, I, we can't be together in the way that you want to be because that's illegal. Even Thomas J was saying, you can't marry a teacher. That's against the law. Yeah, even he knew then. And that was the 70s. Okay, seriously, even if Dave couldn't make it to this date or if they decide not to see each other, um, <laughs> she is still, he keeps thinking that Dave being in this equation is what's keeping her from being into him. I'm like, dude, that is not it. Too young. Ha! That was just an excuse because she's seeing Dave. Now, if he were to bow out... That may be a problem. Yeah, Dave really likes Miss Stone. Then he'll have to prove it. Um, Dave, why are you... Why is he mowing the lawn in slacks and his white shirt and a better sweater... Blue sweater vest? I... This is like Dave's main shirt, like, all the time. Unless he's going somewhere or... That time he was a soccer coach or whatever he was doing where his car didn't work. And he couldn't take the kids home from the soccer game that they lost. <laughs> so, <laughs> Elvin has a white glove. And he keeps trying to, like, whack Dave in the face. Like, <laughs> Elvin's short. He's like, hey, Dave, can you bend down for a sec? Whack! Right across the face with that white glove. And he just walks off. And Dave just stuck there with a hand on his face like, what in the hell was that? Simon says, oh, looks like Alvin just challenged you to a duel. Like, what century are we living in? <laughs> Who does this? Yeah, they explained to Dave that Alvin wants to duel with you to see who wins the hand. 
of Miss Stone. Like, Dave honestly needs to sit Alvin down like, buddy, this is not happening. Whatever you think is happening between you and your teacher is not happening. Alvin, get your ass over here. What is this nonsense that I'm being told? Yeah, and he's like, Alvin, forget this dual nonsense, okay? You're just a child. Come on, say It's like he's giving him an ultimatum now. He's like, oh, Simon, tell this adult right here that I'm packing my bags and I'm moving to the orphanage because I don't want to live in this house with him because he's after my girl. Ugh. Alvin, do you hear how stupid and deranged you sound? I'd say very. This is nuts. Dave's going to be all like, look, Alvin, if you really feel that way, I just, I won't see her anymore. Just don't move out. This is ridiculous. Uh, no, he decides to accept the challenge of the duel. But Dave is going to decide, like, the weapons, which is water balloons. Alvin! Yes, David? Forget this duel nonsense. You're just a child. Okay, Alvin, I accept your challenge, but I choose the weapons. Meet at dawn to do this. Why is he even giving in to Alvin at this point? It's like, I'm fine, I'll play your little game. You know, and even when Alvin said, I'm going to pack a bag and move to the orphanage, Dave's expression does not change. He's not like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, you know, I, I won't see her anymore, Alvin. He's just, he's so angry. Like, okay, Alvin, if that's what you want, we'll have this duel. So they start swinging water balloons at each other. One ends up hitting Theodore. And Theodore's saying, hey, Miss Stone's not even my type. It's like, dude, that's not a matter of type. It's a matter of age difference. No, his type is Eleanor because she's a sweetheart and they both like the same things. So Simon got hit with a water balloon by Eleanor. It's like, nail him for me, Dave, please. Take one for the team because uh, I'm not, I always just hand out the water balloons. He got him. Dave got him. So, that's it. Elvin with the dramatics. He's like, I've been hit. I've lost Miss Stone forever. You never had her to begin with, dude. helping Dave get ready for his date with Miss Stone. Apparently he's cool with it. It's like, hey, we had a duel. I lost. Fair and square. She's yours. Mike, how much you want to bet, like, they decide not to see each other because she's now dating somebody else, like another teacher at the school or something. You know that he's gonna be, Elvin's gonna hopefully meet some girl his own age that he goes to school with. He says, I'm giving up on older women. Well, good for you, Elvin. Elvin, older women are too much trouble. Yeah, that's what you're telling yourself. Just about done, Dave. You don't want to keep Miss Stone waiting. I'm really proud of your mature attitude, Alvin. Well, if I had to lose to someone, I'm glad it was you. Besides, I'm giving up on older women. 
Okay, so we have babysitter Sandy. Oh, here we go. Alvin's got a new crush. Well, at least it's someone closer to his age. Thank goodness. Uh, he's a, he takes our hand, like, heart eyes in his eyes. Like, oh, Sandy, a beautiful name for a beautiful girl. She, oh, I love that they do have a person of color here. Does she have a speaking line? I hope so. Of course. <laughs> Simon and Theodore are like, oh, here we go. And Dave says, hey, look, we couldn't expect him to quit cold turkey, okay? But at least he's off this Miss Stone crush or obsession. <laughs> Excuse what is this? <laughs> it looks like Simon. He's got his face covered, but his head is shaking like he's trying not to laugh. He is laughing, but he's trying to hide it. Babysitter's here. Right on time, Sandy. <laughs> We couldn't expect him to quit cold turkey, could we? <sighs> All right, so that is the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I had fun with it. Oh my goodness. It's amazing how something just would not that would not fly today at all. Uh I mean that was more than that was like borderline obsession. I mean that was like him calling her on the phone, him driving by her house, her apartment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Alright. Everyone have a great, great week. Bye-bye.